Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic-Con 2013. You're thinking to yourself, wow, this sounds a little different. That's because we are at Denver Comic-Con right now, yeah. and we had a great time this year. Um, I'm Ryan. This is James. I guess you can talk now because there's no one else on the mic. Say, James, say hi. Hi, hi James. What's up? You're talking to James, and you're looking at me. I know. I said, I'm Brad. Saying you yeah, Brad. And we are joined by superfan Cora. Hello. And Michael. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've never listened to the Real Nerds podcast, of course, every week we go see a new movie, um, and we broadcast this experience to the world. Uh, this week we saw... Now you see me. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's about magic. It is. You know the best way to listen to Real Nerds podcast, Cora? Is through Tweaked Audio earbuds. It is. Yeah. Thank you so much. Log on to tweakedaudio.com. Enter in Real Nerds. Get a third off your whole order. So there's many ways to get in touch with us. Like us on Facebook. Tweet us at real underscore nerds. Call us, 720-6nerds5. And you can also leave us a message on our website, realnerdspodcast.com. Lots of stuff going on. Um, you know, I would say we have, you know, we usually open with fan mail. But um, the fan mail I got this week, uh, play that funky music, Brad. Fan mail! Um, the, the fan mail we got was uh, really nothing. Yeah. Um, I talked well, to, except I, for all of the many people who came up to the booth and were like, I've yes. been listening to you guys for forever. Yeah, that, that was the fan mail for us. But uh, me and Cora were uh, <laughs> tweeting each other before the Will Wheaton and Felicia Day panel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because she didn't know if she was going to get in. There was a really long line. There was. And the panel, I don't even think they filled all of the seats. And there were a lot of people in line. Wow. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. And it got started so late. Um, Goes to show you just how much bigger it is this year. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the fact that they, that they had you know a room that big that that many people could fit in and then that wasn't even full. Uh, it's, it's huge. It's three times what it was last year, at least. Uh, easy. They hit I max mean, at like 50,000 people, something like that. It's insane. It's and really crazy. Everybody seems to be having a really good time. All the artists we've talked to are like, I totally want to be back next year. It's so fun here. They keep talking about how nice everybody in Denver is. So yeah, absolutely. I and think it, we've played well. It, instead of doing a fan um, section, because yeah. uh, we didn't get too much, because we, unfortunately we were really busy this week, but I was going to talk to everybody about uh, their Denver Comic Con experience 2013. Um, I, I, Me personally... When the first person who comes to your booth whilst you're setting it up says, Oh my God, I love the real nerds. Can I geek out and get your autograph? You do a mic drop if I was holding a mic. I'm like, <laughs> oh, why do you want an autograph from me? I'm a nobody. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was quite a surreal experience. That's uh, sh epic. Shout that out to, to Joe in Florida. Joe in Florida. Who we did, a yes. who we did an interview with. Um, it, he was I, so nice. Yeah, I, I honestly could not believe it. That, that, thank I, you. A really quick thank you to all of the volunteer people. Yes. No. Oh, they, oh. they called us low maintenance. We asked for so much shit from them. Yes. And they were like, you guys again. No, I, <laughs> thank know, you. I know. Thank you. Uh, yeah. They're fantastic. So, yeah. So the first person says they love your show. I, it, it, I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things that 
You don't try it, to stroke your ego too much, but you say, no. wow, I have a voice, and people enjoy it. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy. It does. One, it's cool because, like, sometimes, you know, weeks like this where we didn't get any emails or anything like that, there are times when you think, like, is anybody actually listening, you know? Yeah. Which, thinking no one listens is kind of what makes it so easy for us to just, like, shoot the shit and not, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not give a damn about what we're actually doing, which is what makes it fun. Yeah. Um, but you, you come to these things, and you meet people, and you're like, holy shit, that, like, for every do for every Joe from Florida who happens to be in Denver this weekend and come to this convention, there are how many people who aren't in Denver and didn't get to this convention and you know and didn't come by and see us. You know, he's not the only one out there. No, there, it, there's somebody out there. One and, or two. And, and two, when you have people that say, "I've been listening to you since last Denver Comic Con," like, oh man. Still listening to our show, can still Very like cool. say things we've been saying on the show. Yeah, it's just awesome. I had a guy show me his phone, James. He, he we interviewed him too. Show me his phone and like say like, oh look, see these are the episodes I just you know, so great. And then I did. I mean, they picked me to do like the most epic panels. I'm like, what am I? Who am I? Uh, you yeah. know. And I said that before the Will Wheaton and Felicia Day panel. I'm like, I don't know who likes me here, but I I, I don't. I <laughs> I did the Phil Lamar panel. I did Aaron Gray. Uh, it's it's so cool. And Claire Kramer. Hey, by the way. All people from Buffy smell amazing. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And I had to, uh, you know, one of my personal highlights that was kind of fun is before the Phil Lamar panel, he was running late. So they asked me to go up there and do filler. And uh, I got booed twice. Um, nice. And cheered. Uh, not like a real boo. They're just being silly because yeah. I told them I was going to sing and dance for them. So they cheered. And then I said, I'm just kidding. I don't sing and dance. You think I can sing and dance? And then they booed. And then I did the running man and they cheered again. And yes. I said, I can do impressions. And I did a Chris Farley of him in a coffin. And uh, they booed and then Phil Lamar booed and came up on stage. So <laughs> I thought that was a great introduction to Phil Lamar. What I thought, what I thought was really great was we were, uh, all three of us were on a panel about podcasting uh, today. And there was a guy who came up afterwards and he comes up to Ryan and he was like, you know, you look like a comedian, you know? And Ryan's <laughs> like, oh, fuck. And sure enough, he's like, you know, Chris Farley, you look like Chris Farley. And he's like, I, I said, I said, time. who? John Candy? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so why don't you guys tell oh, us? Oh snap! The cool, why don't you guys tell us the coolest things that you experienced at the con? I, I was getting there, Brad. Don't look at me like I'm an asshole. <laughs> you see that? You see how he's looking at me? He's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we making about Corey? It's Corey. Yeah, issue. I can make this much worse for you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Um, so I think I think the coolest thing that we got to do today on Sunday was we got the William Shatner passes and nice. we got to go to the panel where he was kind of old and oh. rambled <laughs> about everything. Well, we could listen to him forever. But it was great. He's a great storyteller. And then we got a picture with him. And then got him to sign the picture and got him to sign a poster of the original series cast. So that was pretty wow. badass. Um, yesterday, we found ourselves at an, at an improv show. Go ahead. Uh, it had Felicia Day and Phil Lamar, and it, it was just kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing, but that was hilarious. Yeah. They, they were great, just randomly at an improv show, just throwing comedy together. We That were, was pretty cool. Where was that at? Was this at the con? It was, I guess it was organized by, like, Sandeep's... Improv troupe, I yeah. guess, which Felicia Day is a part of, and then Phil Lamar just jumped on board with. Nice. And they sold tickets through brown paper tickets, and we just happened to, like, 
be there to get the last two seats because wow. we had a friend who had tickets and he's like, oh, just show up and see if they have empty seats. And so we were drinking at Wincoop, which is upstairs. And then we went downstairs and we got the last two seats. And so that was pretty cool. That's amazing. An impromptu thing we got to do yesterday. But it's been great. We've gotten to see all the cool cosplay and... The panels were great. We went to the Will Wheaton panel yesterday and then the Will Wheaton and Felicia Day panel today. And he's just great for inspiring words for nerds. Mm -hmm. He had questions at both panels of kids who were like, you know, my parents don't understand me or when I'm in school, I get picked on. And he was so inspirational with what he had to say about that. He's like, well, if your parents don't understand you, sit down with them and tell them that and see what they like and see if you can find a game that fits their interests that you want to play or, you know, a book that you've read that you think your dad would like or something like that. And it was just awesome. It was awesome. That's so he cool. He drove Cora to tears. Yeah, I did. I Twice? Cried. I cried. Both oh, times? man. Just the first time because my parents are super cool and they totally understand my nerdness. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was awesome. That's and awesome. I, and I, I love that you guys are on the show right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was so great having yeah. you guys here. Yeah. And wearing yeah. our shirts. We love oh, yeah. you guys. Yeah. We, we love We've you guys. We've been wearing your shirt all day. It's been great. Yeah. We appreciate it so much. Brad, what what are you taking from this Comic-Con? You know, I, I didn't get to enjoy a lot of it. I, I sat here behind the booth and just, uh, you know, glad-handed with people and explained what we do and... That's what I'm going to take away from it is like meeting all these people. And we got a ton of interviews this year. Um, we, uh, we tried video interviews this year. Um, it was just an incredible experience like doing this again. It was it's much more hectic and crazy. And I'm, it feels like two hours over, you know, three days. Yeah, you know, today when I was on all those panels, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I haven't even been at the booth, but I feel like I'm everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I'm really the face and voice of Real Nerds Podcast. Nice. So it's really important for me to be out there and mingling with people. It is, it's very important. You know, because um, who else is going to sit on a, at a table and not say anything for an hour? I mean, who are they going to get to do that? It's got to be me, right? It's true. It, it, it's it's nobody, really true. Nobody looks quite as dapper in the shirt. That's you know, I mean. that's true. I mean, thank you, James. Thank I, you so I much. was telling people about your show at your booth while you were gone. Oh, really? Thank you, oh, thank you. Well, then we'll think, hire you I next year. Brad was the only one who was here. Or, and James, I think you were that talking to somebody, right. and yeah. he was listening to your audio, and so somebody came up. I started talking to him yesterday. <laughs> thank you so much. It was awesome. And that's I saw true. Michael doing it today. He was over there talking to some guy. Yep. yep. So you know what? Yep, yep. Uh, you guys like our interns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The experience is the pay you're getting. Yeah. Putting yes. this on my resume. <laughs> you should. It'll, well, it'll get you far. It's it's awesome. Next next year we'll have you taking like cosplay photos and running all over the place and watermarking stuff. I could be a correspondent. Oh, oh, she didn't. She just went there, boys. Man, you know, I, I went there. You know what? I'm going to start signing off your uh, emails that way. I like it. From our correspondent. Yes. <laughs> That was that was awesome. Why did we ever think of that? Because we're not as creative. Uh, actually, Brad or Ryan, you've said that before. Yeah, he, he, you yeah. called you it's called true. her the correspondent and Doug and Durango. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. But I, I was just playing along because so I thought it was out funny. of my mouth. I don't even know what it is. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, you know no, I mean? it's true. It's true. 
I love it. So uh, thanks for everybody who liked us on Facebook this week, followed us on Twitter this week, uh, Claire Kramer. Um, Nice. You know, uh, Joe Kelly from Man of Action retweeted us and stuff. So I love Joe Kelly. Absolutely. Such a nice guy. Also take a second to uh, thank um, George Gianti, Zach Howard, and Joe Kelly for helping us with a little video project we're working on. We can't tell you what it is yet, but But just know that it is very epic and uh, that those guys would take time to be in our goofy shit is awesome <laughs> well in addition to that can you hear that here comes yeah here comes the overhead thing we have another visitor okay does anyone have a card for him that's guys I didn't hear that specifically. So the, what was it? The con actually just closed. Uh, what? So we're officially at the end of the con. Yeah, yeah. That's the what con the voice is now was done. Um, did they announce any guests for next year? No. No, they didn't. Smart. Know. Smart. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> they learned. <laughs> but we did hear that it's going to be Batman themed. Oh. So I won't Stay be coming. Stay tuned. Twenty fourteen. Why, no, why is that Spider Man? Spider Man is such a Michael Uselin back. Oh yeah. Really cool. I bet they get him back. We got to get the use back. Yeah. And thank for everybody who sat down on our show. Yeah, I was just going to say, in addition to thanking those guys for for being on our video, uh, Joe Kelly, George Gianti, uh, Ben Temple Smith, Fiona Staples, uh, 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 Fiona Staples, absolutely, nice. and uh, Mike Rach, uh, all of all of whom came and sat down at the booth and did an interview with us. Um, they are fantastic. Um, Austin Harrison and uh, Zach Howard, who are both writing on that book with uh, my, with Mike Rach, are are also so wonderful uh, and were great, really flexible with us. Um, as we had a few technical difficulties yesterday, but we got through it. We'll figure um, it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, th- thank you to everybody and anybody who came up to the con- uh, up to the table and or, or sat down with us. If you just said hi, if you if you took a card and you're listening now, thank you so much. Uh, you made the convention so much fun this year. Absolutely. So thank you, thank you. That's our fan. That's like our pat on our own back, though. That really yeah. wasn't fan. But hey, thank you. Yeah, to everybody. And all of that stuff you're gonna hear. Um, you know, well, for the most part, all of it you're going to hear. Yeah. You know, I'm so excited to listen to that Fiona Staples interview. Man, uh, I, I was, that, I was Brad, bummer wasn't that was that around. Amazing? That was so good. That was impressive. It's, oh, it's going to be something special when I put it up. It was re- yeah. So very cool. Really great. Thank you. Um, so we're going to go into the rest of our show. Are you guys sticking around or you got to go? We saw the movie, so Cool. Sure. Awesome. Yes. Sweet. Why, why not? Then, yeah, stick yeah. around. Stick around. It's only you're... parking charges that we're worried about at this point and yeah. getting, and getting home late, so whatevs. Uh, cool. <laughs> and now it's the time of the podcast that I enjoy so much. Stuff we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Uh, because Denver Comic Con happened, I kind of had a light week. Um, I was able to watch a couple things. Uh, I was able to watch uh, Joyride, which uh, the reason I picked up this DVD is it's uh, a horror movie written by J.J. Abrams, and he wrote it uh, a long time ago. It stars Paul Walker, Steve uh, Zahn, and uh, Lily Sobieski. Oh, yeah. Sobieski. 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 And she's, uh, it's them driving across country, and they're flirting with, a brother. two brothers are flirting, pretending they're a girl, flirting with a truck, tr- a truck driver. And so it becomes a thriller because the truck driver gets a message. He says, uh, Paul Walker says, oh, come meet Candy Cane at this hotel, this different hotel room. Because they met this other guy who was a dick. So that uh, truck driver shows up at that hotel room and kills the guy in that hotel room. 
uh, because he was tricked into thinking that it was a woman. And so the rest of the movie is that guy chasing them across uh, Colorado uh, to uh, to get back at him for playing a trick on him. And and the movie's not bad. Like, uh, it, you know, it's 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 uh, early two thousands thriller, so it's not the the greatest. But there's a great scene of. Uh, the truck chasing him through a cornfield, so it has nice ambiance to it. Uh, the banter between the two brothers is really good. Um, are the are the characters like yeah, well built like yeah, for a, yeah. for a horror it, movie? Yeah, because there's only three characters really in the whole movie. Oh yeah. Um, and Steve and Steve's on, and of course, uh, actually Paul Walker's pretty good in it too. Um, they have a good rapport. Uh, it, it, then there's some uh, funny moments apart. It's not like really. It's more of a character kind of thriller because uh, there's you know there's so those people are on the screen so long that they have to have fleshed out characters and yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, whatever. It's kind of fun. Uh, I also saw a movie that Wes Craven made uh, right after Scream. It's called Cursed, and it's a werewolf movie. Has uh, Christina Ricci in it, right? It has Christina Ricci in it, and that's Wes Jesse An- Eisenberg, or not Wes Anderson, um, Wes Craven, Wes Craven? and written by Kevin Williamson. Um, and I guess in the theaters it was released as PG thirteen. Um, I got the unrated version of it on DVD as the only one I know that existed. I don't know. It was whatever. Uh, so uh, it's not too bad. Um, the werewolf stuff is done by Rick Baker and KMB. So uh, the practical stuff's really cool. Um, the coolest part in it is Shannon Elizabeth is in it, and she gets attacked by the werewolf, and she gets ripped in half and thrown across the screen, and she, like, drags her body across the screen. <laughs> uh, the rest of it is, meh. Jesse Eisenberg and Christina Ricci both get bit by this werewolf, so they start changing into a werewolf. So it's kind of like Teen Wolf for a new generation, I guess, because instead of playing basketball, Jesse Eisenberg wrestles this kid in school, and uh, it, 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 the, the, I think the biggest problem with the movie is it doesn't know if it wants to be a comedy horror or a straight-up horror movie, uh, because it treats the material like, you know, these people are being ripped apart by a monster, uh, but then... At the end, the werewolf is in this, like, nightclub, and uh, it turns out that it's uh, a lady on Rest of Development. The, what's, I forget the actress's name where her nipples go the wrong way. She got a bad boob job. No, um, uh, Anyways, so yeah. she, she turns and uh, she goes away and hides when all the police show up. And uh, Christina Ricci says, well, she has bad hair. Um, she has a big butt. And so the werewolf comes out and she's like, fuck you, bitch. And like, Wait, what? This doesn't make any sense in this movie. And Weird. It, it was all right. I mean, it was gory. Um, have you seen it, Brad? Uh, I just remember, like, the trailers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it made, like, $5 million at the box yeah. office. Yeah, I, I, I just it. Oh, sorry. I, I I just remember a lot from my my days working at Blockbuster. Like I'd see that cover and be like, "That looks schlocky." Yeah, it um, is. Yeah. It, it capitalized on that whole teen horror thing. And the next thing I watched, uh, we'll probably segue into James. Is I watched the first six episodes of Arrested Development on Netflix, and uh, it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, I saw um, the first five. Um, it's it's totally. You didn't see them at all, did you? Brad? No, I didn't. Uh, so we're not gonna spoil anything. Um, I I think it's really good. They're they're funny. It's totally a little bit different and I'm, I'm really excited to finish the season and then go look back on it because I think it might just be brilliant Yeah. because what they do is they're doing like sort of one story for every character and as it goes forward it gets funnier and funnier and funnier because they are 
uh, each story sort of changes the way you look at the previous story. Yeah. So like when you rewatch it, I think you're yeah. going to pick up on things that are that are actually running jokes through the whole season that are completely new jokes that are things that they came up with. Um, that it, it's really I th- interesting. I, agree. I think it, you have you, to watch can, them again. Yeah, like you can you can see that it was conceived of as a whole piece, uh, which in in television is very unusual. Yeah, um, and and an unusual thing to watch. Like the first one I, I saw, which is the first one is a, a George Michael or a Michael episode. <laughs> That's great. Um, and it's funny, but I was never laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. I was mostly just entertained. And then by the third one, I was I was like howling. Yeah. Um, there's a, I mean, there's great little bits that when um, Ron Howard comes on and he's uh, saying Michael <coughs> Michael Bluth, and he goes, yeah. he like clears his throat because he's getting back into it. Uh, there's a great couple throwaway scenes in the first one. Uh, Michael is living with George Michael at college, and George Michael is in the shower in the dorm room, and then Michael gets into the same shower as him. Uh, it, it, stuff like that's really funny. And then you w- watch a couple episodes later, and you know all of a sudden you see that Buster's in the background of some things. And, yeah. Uh, and, Luc- there, and there are some scenes where, it. like, later you'll see that there is more to that scene yeah. than you saw the first time. Like, the first time it's seamless. You think it's just one short scene, and then the next episode that same scene is twice as long because there's a whole section with a different character. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to reading, uh, watching the rest of it. I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's good. And I, I you, part of it is they're, they're held back by the fact that people's scheduled meet, schedules meant that they couldn't have everybody in every episode. So maybe when they do a second season, they're going to be able to, you know get everybody together for some parts and really have uh, something that feels more like the old Arrested Development. Um, but if not, I think this is good, too. You know, it's all it's all icing on a, on a cake. You yeah. know? Um, it's the same way I felt about Futurama. Like, anything we get out of the series now is, is great. Yeah. You know, because it's not... As long as they don't mess with the old series somehow, it's, you know... It's great. Anything else you watch, James? Um... No. I mean, still watching lots and lots of Dick Van Dyke, and Good it's still you. it's still great. It is. Um, and I was trying to watch Robin Hood. Uh, it, for some reason, it sort of slipped through the cracks. But um, the Russell Crowe one? Yeah, the Russell Crowe one. I, it's one of those Ridley Scott movies that I I'd never seen. Uh, and it, shot it, was, well. it was at Walmart. I got off, I got off at work, and, um, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to Walmart and buy some food and stuff, and just happened to see it there. And I'm I'm about halfway through, and I'm it's okay. Yeah, it's shot not, well. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, because of the con, I, it got yeah. cut in half. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything I saw this week. Brad? Uh, I didn't watch a lot either. Uh, I finished the rest of the Kitchen Nightmares that's available on um, Netflix. And uh, let me save everyone the trouble of writing into Gordon Ramsay to save the restaurant. If your restaurant has bad food, lazy chef, <laughs> uh, a weak manager, and slow service... There's your problem right there. Because that's the same problem every restaurant on every episode of that show, UK yes. and US has. They yeah. don't know yeah. that they Big have menu. bad food. Yeah. Big menu is something. Or you're, you're bundling that in with bad food. Yeah, it's part of the chef's job. Or, oh, yeah. 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 Sure, yeah. So Because um, I, I feel like maybe half of the episode. Yeah, the lazy chef you know, is ordering non-natural food, making huge over-abundant uh, menus. So, yeah, lazy chef, uh, ineffective manager. Yeah. Yeah, can't direct people can't make decisions yeah all across the board so there you go no you're right that's how you save a kitchen (laughs) correct those four problems 
So yeah, that's it for me. Uh, I did watch one more thing. I'm sorry. I saw uh, Real Nerds Pod Show at oh my uh, God, guys. Open oh, Screen right. Night. Uh, it went over really well. Uh, we won't spoil what it is because Brad's going to post it online. Um, but people were laughing, and that's the most important thing. Yep. So it was fun. You can check out the trailer on our website. We have people here uh, who visited the booth today tell us uh, you know they were there Tuesday and they and saw they, it and they enjoyed it. I had it. someone say they want to see the next. They can't. Oh, it was Arthur said it. you guys keep on making videos. So yeah. yeah, he told me I'm a pretty good actor. Yeah, yeah. And I was he like, said, he okay. said you need to keep acting. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I don't. Okay, you're natural. <laughs> That's why. Thanks. So yeah, we'll work on that. Cool. <laughs> well, apparently I have nothing to work on. I'm already pretty good. I mean, I'm going to go to Hollywood next shit. week, guys. <laughs> nice. Uh, here's a word from our sponsors. Hello, Real Nerds listeners. I'm Mac. And I'm Ilya Chilix. And we're here to tell you to visit Sphrix'sDomain.com. Why should you visit Sphrix'sDomain.com? Well, yeah, it's simple. If you like farts and cartoons and bad words and stuff, you should definitely visit Sphrix'sDomain.com. How do you spell that address I see? What? I don't know. Fucking S something. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in content. I have no idea. Fine. I'll do it. S. P. H E R Oh god Spell the whole thing out S Just say the domain part I don't want to be here all night Jesus Does it get any more of a complicated website name? Stupid assholes first Jesus Anyway Visit our website where you can read about all the funny adventures of seven aliens struggling to live together in an abandoned warehouse in Denver What was that's it? It doesn't say anything about my crazy hijinks or antics or... (sighs) Ridiculous. Nope. That's all Sperks wrote down. Well, that doesn't sound funny at all. But you know what does sound funny? (laughs) Gross. Oh, man. I'm hungry again. Oh, it's so disgusting. Oh. He's going to be pissed when he sees what you did to his office. Hey, what are you guys doing in my office? It smells like puke and farts in here. Go to Sperks'Domain.com. Bye. Sperks'Domain.com. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's man spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado, to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, the teal troll is attacking me! My son's in danger! Will no one help him? Oh no, it's Man Spider! Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, the whips the competition with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that too. Where are you going, Man Spider? The Teal Troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye. Oh no, I'm bested by Man Spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. Barbecue that can't be beat. Try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full-flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoking taste on everything you eat, try new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, 
and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. Hey, box office numbers. This is the box office stats. Surprise, surprise, guys. Fast and Furious 6 led the box office with 84 million. No, 121 over the whole weekend, but 70 million. Actually, I I was going to say, I think it is surprising. I would have thought uh, Hangover. Hangover, Eh, Actually, I'm not. Uh, The the first one, the last one did so well. I think it built up enough goodwill where people were excited to see it. So then the next one's going to bomb. Well, dude, they have the the Stath Man in it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, thank you, Box Office Mojo, for all your box office numbers. Um, Looks like the Hangover 3 might not do very well. Well, I mean, $70 million, I guess, whatever. Still a lot of money. Yeah. But when it costs $135 million, I guess that's not. Cool. Thanks, Box Office Mojo. Um, I would do Blu-ray and DVD releases, but I don't, I don't have, have them. Yeah, and we don't have internet here. And um, I don't think there's anything good coming out. I think Good Day to Die Hard comes out next week. The what? Oh, you think? I think? He thinks a Good Day to Die Hard next comes oh, out Oh, you're right. Week. It is a Good yeah. Day to Die if Hard. If you're looking forward to that. If you're looking forward to that. <laughs> Which you shouldn't be. You know what? Just click on Digital Bits and go on to their website and click on stuff you like and buy through there so you can give them money. Yeah. Because um, it's a cool website. Scroll all the way to the bottom see if there's a shark movie for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Do you have any real news either, Jim? It's real news. Um, yes. I don't have a lot. I don't have my notes with me, and we've been here all weekend. The one thing that I know for sure is that uh, yesterday, Matt Smith announced that he is leaving Doctor Who, so they're going to have right. to find another Doctor Who, um, which, you know what, I am fine with. You know, the part of the fun of that show is that every couple of years they can... Um, they can get rid of one actor and sort of reboot that character. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's had a really great run on the show. Um, uh, so, yeah, you know, it's sad to see him go, but it was sad to see Ben uh, uh, David Tennant go as well. So, But I'm sure they'll continue on. They'll yeah, find somebody. Yeah, yeah. They're going to find somebody who's going to take a completely new spin on it. And, um, and I think that's always a fun part of the show anyway, is once, that, when, once they change that doctor and it kind of becomes fresh again. Um, but, yeah, I, there was other stuff this week, but... We don't have our notes. Yeah, in the, front only of thing, we'll, the only we'll thing I know for week. sure is that they found a director for the Leprechaun reboot. Oh, that's right. And he yes. uh, he was on Spielberg's show where they were picking directors or something. I don't know what show it was, but uh, he's like one of still Spielberg's guys. Cool on his show. So it's it's funny to me because of course when we when you were talking watching all those Leprechaun movies, we actually talked about like hey, you know could they could they reboot this series? Like what would they do? What would it look like? And of course, uh, okay. Here's here's the game we'll play, Ryan. Um, I'm a new director, and I'm going to pick mm-hmm. up an old series. But let me tell you, don't worry about it. This time, I'm going to make my version blank. What's what's the word you fill in there that every other guy who's rebooting a series says? Darker? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is darker. This one's, we're not going to have any puns. <laughs> no we're wise le- have, cracking leprechaun? Yeah, we're just going to have leprechauns flying at your face. Nice. I don't, yeah, whatever. Works for me. Okay. Does it have a work, David? Uh, maybe Hork Davis will show up and like get no, killed by the leprechaun. It's some other dude. No, I, no, I mean yeah. not as the leprechaun. Like he'll just like be walking down the street, and all of a sudden the leprechaun no, will that attack Hork Davis. Oh, that, you're right. That'd be too tongue and cheek. That'd be too kitsch. Um, yeah, yeah, that's about it. I, I really don't think there's anything else. I've been looking uh, every once in a while. I haven't seen anything. Whoopi Goldberg no. might be in the next Ninja, Ninja oh, Turtles movie. Yes, that's I great. That's I haven't had time to check up on that one. <laughs> that's what Fact they said. Yeah, we'll um, see. That's weird. Sassy boss. I mean, Maybe. Brad, Brad, Brad still thinks that She's movie's Irma. not going to happen. <laughs> Maybe. Irma. 
If they're uh, like doing a black Irma. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Remember April's friend from the cartoon show who's like no. got the glasses and. Oh. Because Will Arnett's playing Vernon. Okay. Never mind. I don't. I don't know the show that well. So Move along. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Fuck this. Come up with corner. What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner. I'm going to say for Comic Book Corner this week that uh, Denver Comic Con and everybody at Denver Comic Con really helped us out. Um, we really appreciate people who sat down and talked to us. Um, yeah, because I didn't have time to read comics this week. So, no, not uh, Support Comic Book Classroom. Like them on Facebook. You can donate to their cause. That helps uh, kids through reading through through comic books. Um, it's a great cause. And, and not, not even just reading. Teaches them to be creative. Teaches yep. them to... Helps them learn to draw and, and how to yeah how to make they comic can do books with uh, with comics. Um, so it's fantastic. Comic book classroom, reading yeah. and drawing and writing comic books. It's a good thing. Absolutely. Like them on Facebook. So this week we saw a movie with Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson, a Zombieland reunion. <laughs> now you see me. Should people go see Now You See Me, folks? Mm, not in the theater. <laughs> rent it maybe. Brad. You know, I fell asleep five times, so my opinion's invalid. <laughs> Brad falls asleep in the theater like this. So you never really know if he's asleep or not. <laughs> I knew he was asleep, but it was Friday night, and we, I knew we weren't going to get a lot of sleep that night anyway, so I didn't wake him up. Yeah. Yeah. James? Um, there's a part of me that thinks I, I might need to see it again before I can be fair, but I wouldn't say that it's, it's certainly not great. You might rent it because I think it's interesting. It's it's one of those movies that you and I were sort of talking about afterwards. I don't know if that's how you feel, but I feel like it's interesting, and there a lot of it is done well, but it never quite hits a nerve with me. You know, um, it would be it would be really unfair to call it stillborn, but that's the way it feels. <laughs> Um, wow. Uh, me personally, I thought it was boring. Um, I saw all the tur- twists coming. Um, it didn't ins- excite me at all watching it. You saw and the big twist coming too? Yeah. Oh, wow. So to me, it was it was an exciting. And I, I don't even think you should rent it. I think it's not that good of a movie. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, here, here's the trailer for it. Come in close. Because the more you think you see... It'll be to fool you. Ladies and gentlemen. For our final trick. We are going to rob a bank. On the count of three, you will be teleported through space and time to your bank in Paris. One, two, three. Everyone in this room was a victim of hard times. Some of you lost your homes, your cars. And so tonight. We're going to return some of that money back to you. Explain to me how you went from Las Vegas to Paris in three seconds. What do the kids call it these days? Oh, magic. First rule of magic, always be the smartest guy in the room. Your bank was the distraction. While they set up the real trick. Expose them now and destroy them. Hang on, hang on. I've got nothing. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the delay. Whatever this grand trick is, it was designed a long time ago. And I believe that what's about to follow is really going to amaze. Look closely. 
Because the closer you think you are, the less you'll actually see. How many times you guys see that trailer? I swear oh. I saw the trailer like 800 times. Yeah, yeah I we really saw got tired it, of it before just about every other movie we've seen since April. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the premise of the movie is these magicians are so cool and they, they got the greatest trick of all time. Um, and the, but the, the trick is in three acts. So right away, the, the film is going to, you know how the film's going to be paced. So it's going to be one act, it's going to be two acts, and you're going to go to the climax. Right away, that sucks me out of the moment because, I'm like, well, there's no suspense at all for this yeah. film. Um, and uh, Louis Lapierre, his, uh, his direction was driving me crazy the whole film because it would always, the camera would always be swooping from one way to the other side from the other side up and down I was like oh my gosh I'm going to get sick I'm going to vomit all over James on this in this theater <laughs> and I was asking him I don't know maybe you guys can answer this too does his other movies have that like I don't remember that in The Incredible Hulk no, no, no. where it was like constantly moving I haven't seen that I, I, I think he was trying to go for like a sort of sleight of hand cinematography thing you know where yeah. everything everything always felt like you 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 know it was moving and you 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 weren't seeing everything that was going on if that makes sense one um, of our friends who actually really liked the movie was explaining to us that Part of the cinematography of it is that the whole movie is the distraction. The whole movie is the assistant oh, guess, from yeah. the actual twist and the actual, like, Mark, Mark Ruffalo is the star mm-hmm. and the whole yeah. thing. But, uh, meh. And I, yeah. I, I did see that. Like, there was, there was a part in the movie where I was bored. And I was like, why am I bored? And I, was, and I thought, oh, I know why I'm bored. Because I don't care about any of the magicians. Yes. It's a, it's a story yes. about the magicians, yes. but they're not the main character. The main character is this bumbling buffoon who's chasing after them. And I know why. It's because, spoilers, in the end, he ends up being the mastermind of the whole thing. And okay, that's interesting. And it's a cool take. But you're, when you tell the story that way, you're keeping the audience at a distance and not letting us get in. And so if, if I can't get into the movie, then I'm, I don't give a shit about the reveal. And I, you know, yes, it's kind of cool that that's who the main character was, but I, I don't like him. You know how I don't like that guy. You know how in like grade school when they tell you in creative writing, don't write stories that end with like he. And then he woke up from a dream. Yeah, yeah. that's how oh, this yeah, movie exactly. felt for me. It's not that he woke up from a dream, but just like there's just like this addendum to yeah surprise. Right. Like, oh, you oh none of it was real. What? And you're like, <laughs> okay, so then what was the point? And what know? kind of gel cell do they put Morgan Freeman's character in the end? I'm right. Like, I'm like, where is he? Is he, he like was in, he was in like a French jail? cell. Yeah, he was like in a French jail cell, like in the bottom of the the Seine River or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I I just I just could not connect with the movie at all. I kept on trying to get on board with it, and I said, no. I mean, it's I couldn't do it. It's like how bad of a guy really is Morgan Freeman? He's not. Right. To put him in jail. Like, he just became the hated villain all of a sudden, and it didn't seem like he did anything that was that bad, exactly. really. And all of a sudden, he's being sense. vilified. Yeah, they yeah. sort of said, like, well, he he sort of said some bad things and made this guy do a trick that that he couldn't do, and the guy died. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I mean, that that's shitty, but maybe that guy um, shouldn't be doing crazy, dangerous tricks where he locks himself or, in a or, safe or and he drops into the ocean. should have tested the safe first before he put it in the water. Yeah. He's not going to test. He's like, all right, lock me up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the whole, right, the safe falls apart. There's yeah. that giveaway. It was silly. It was silly it was. And, and kind of 
pointless. Um, I wanted more from the characters. Like, if they had set up that foursome better of the magicians, maybe, or if we had, if they had teased the eye, like the big underground thing, if they had teased that a little bit earlier so we knew that they were working towards something and we even, like, cared about them, that would have made more sense. Oh, my God. You just wrote a way better movie. What if (laughs) the whole time we're following them and we're totally in on the fact, the whole movie, we're in on the fact that that they don't know whether or not this is going to work. But they then there's this whole, you know, they know about the eye and they're thinking, like, maybe this is real, maybe there's not. And it's this whole leap of faith. And Mark Ruffalo is chasing them. And they're like, we got to get away from this guy. And he keeps almost getting them. And he's not acting like an idiot. Yeah, and he's not like an an idiot. He's an actual villain. And then at the end, they reveal that it's him the whole time and that he's sort of been the thing pushing pushing them and, like, testing them to make sure that they will actually do it the right way. And that's the reveal. Oh, my God. It was totally a point of view problem. Yeah. That would have been a much better movie. I mean, the one scene that I did, like, enjoy was when he was trying to get James Franco, and he yeah. was you know throwing the cards Dave at Franco? him. Dave Franco, Dave. yeah, the same thing. One of them Francos, <laughs> yeah, the, the Franco boys. You know, he was dodging, throwing cards. And I'm like, this is kind of cool. That and then it cool. went to a really long car chase scene that yeah. was stupid. It was not very interesting. And I, and, I wasn't shocked so that he was still alive. That, yeah, yeah, you you knew he was still alive, and that that car wreck was so sort of outlandish. Like if he had blown up way before Mark Ruffalo had gotten to him, <laughs> yeah. you would have been okay with it. But the fact that like he gets there and there's like a dummy in there, and he can't he can't see that it's not really Dave Franco. Yeah. Like, just went, it went a little too far. Yeah, it was just dumb. I, I just couldn't get into it. You know, I kept on trying to because, you know, we have, like, we shouldn't expect every movie to be good. So we went to Alamo Draft House to see Now You See Me, took some friends with us who are now addicted. But what happened was the movie was delayed for maybe five minutes. And the manager came in and she's like, oh, we'll get you rain checks because of the delay. And we're what? like, wait, what? So when they brought us our ticket for all of our food and stuff, we got free movie passes. Oh, and so we'll be back up in July, I think. We're planning July. July. Yeah. So we can go to the Renaissance Fair also. Oh, very cool. very cool. And then we'll be back at Alamo Draft House because we got free yeah. tickets. Well, so that was the upside of going to see this movie. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, when you're back up here, we'll see a movie together. You come back on yes. the show. You know, if you want. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, just, I Yeah. I, I don't know. It's... <laughs> It's not amazing. So yeah, as somebody who good. missed a lot of it, um, is oh, this yeah. how the story panned out? Because I'm not sure I want to go back to, and watch the movie again to you find out what I missed. Don't. But uh, so they get these tarot cards and they go to an apartment and then they just happen to become a team without any work. Yeah, it? yeah, like yeah, well, they, a year, a year passed. Yeah, they okay, have. Don't they say they say a year later. Like they Shoot. go in the okay. apartment and then they see some trick. And they're like, who's doing this? It's like, one year later, the four horsemen are at the Jim Jam Grand. Yeah, so th- then they're in Vegas, and then yeah. they're friends with Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine's her benefactor. Then I fell asleep, and then they're out to screw Michael Caine, and then they're friends with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And then I fall asleep, and then th- Morgan Freeman's in jail, and they f- screwed over Morgan Freeman. You, you missed a little bit, yeah. for sure. Okay, so, okay, so, so Michael Caine... Was their benefactor, and then like on there's a scene where they're on an airplane and they're like talking to him, and they're it's so hammy and and poorly written, but they're they're clearly trying to get basic information out of him. Like, yeah, they got his passwords like his and uncle, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is where they get his passwords, and then they do a trick where they steal all of his money. And while they're doing the trick, they they talk about the and fact of course that you'd have 140 million dollars uh, just with your mother's last name is the uh, yeah, password. Yeah, right. And exactly. do they ever ha- do, they, do they ever explain the trick? Because they explain some of their tricks. Do they ever explain how they got Isla Fisher to float in a bubble? No. No, magic. 
Okay, magic, good. Yeah. Right. yeah. CGI. Um, well, and here's the thing. I I, I want to give it on the magic thing. I want to give it some room because I think it takes a it it takes sort of an illusionist stance at that stuff where it does CG magic in order to replicate for us the way that somebody would be wowed by seeing it in real life. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so if they had done a real magic trip with, trick with a bubble, we might have we might have seen the wires and all of that. Um, so they were you know trying to make you feel like you were the audience. Uh, I'll give them that benefit of the doubt. Um, so, anyway, yeah. so they in doing that they reveal that he's an insurance guy, and then later they they reveal that the insurance company his insurance company had like defrauded that guy's family the guy the guy who drowned like in the safe yeah they like defrauded his family who is Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles by the way I know I, was it just oh. his picture yeah, or was he ever in the picture. movie yeah, yeah he's like, never in the movie he must have had a deleted scene or something huh. probably yeah okay well, so long story short go see The Prestige yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even the illusionist. I think the yeah. illusionist is way better than yeah. this is. The Prestige, yeah, yeah, is yeah. by far our favorite magic-y movie. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Because it has characters that you care about and you want to see what happens to them exactly. and you like them. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, all, all these magicians just seem really smug and like they could do no wrong. Yeah, but like in that first scene when they meet in the hallway, I was like, these, these are I like these characters. I'm, yeah. I'm cool with these guys. And then they basically disappear for the next third of the movie. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. Car- and we don't really learn anything about them or how yeah. they work together because when you meet them originally, it's like these guys aren't going to be able to work together very well. And then all of a sudden, they're this great four horsemen. It's like, wait, yeah, um, what? Yeah, maybe a better movie too would be like how they build up to this trick and they're like working on this trick, yeah. and then it goes to how they. The like the climax is all the tricks they're doing, not this yeah. lame. And you won't like even Bert have to Wonderstone. skip a year. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Burt Wonderstone is way better. Yeah, Burt Wonderstone is a better movie about magic. Uh, you wouldn't even have to skip a year. You could very easily say like, um, you know, I j- just have Jesse Eisenberg's character who is is already sort of a street magician, kind of a Chris Angel guy. Like have him have some connection where he can be like, I'm gonna call in all my favors and we'll get a one day show at yeah. Las Vegas. You know, so you don't have to do this like where well, they've been running this shit and getting popular for a year. Like, it's bullshit. It doesn't actually... Yeah. You don't need that part. Um, yep. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that movie. Anything to add about Now You See Me? No. That was pretty conclusive. Awesome. Oh, so, well, now you understood, Brad, the part about, like, Morgan Freeman was, you know, the the guy who got the other guy killed, and that's why, like, they turned it around on him. Yeah, he ran a company that um, didn't check the... Aluminum that made no, no, the no, safe that was a safe company. This, the, the, they Morgan steal Freeman a safe at the end, and they explosion. do that. Oh, he glorified his yeah. death. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, the safe thing was about the fact that like they steal a safe at the end, and that that is redeemable or whatever, or okay because the safe company made a, a shoddy safe that that guy died in, and that's why. Yeah, I don't um, care. I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I just wanted you to understand. I it might bug you. I didn't want you to lose sleep over it. <laughs> I didn't. I did not. I was just curious. So you can tweet us. At real underscore nerds, you can call us seven two zero six nerds five. Hey Cora, what's our e- uh, email address? Real nerds at gmail dot com. What's our website? <laughs> real real nerds dot com. No podcast. Ooh, that's right. I, it's on my. It's all right. <laughs> it's on my bookmarks. I don't ever type it it's in. Okay, it's no, okay. No, it was a setup. It was a setup. Um, <gasps> Bitch. <laughs> totally. Um, you can call us. Uh, we already talked about that one. Seven two zero six nerds five. Ooh, I know that. You do. You did it very well at the beginning of the show. We appreciate it. Uh, next week we're seeing this is the end. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, hopefully it won't see, be the end of the show. Yeah, I also want to see the purge. So hopefully I'll try to get two in. The reason that Brad brings that up because next week will also be our two year anniversary, 104 episodes. Yes. Yay. Well, yes. Is it? 
it was 105 the anniversary because 104 is episode 52 of volume 2 okay so it's 105 no but it's still 252 is is 104 52 times 2 is 104 yeah but it's still that week though so like there's 52 weeks in the year but you need to go through that whole 50 second week before you start over oh I see so the beginning of season 3 yeah it will be be whatever movie comes out on the 14th well but it would still be the end of uh, Man of Steel oh it's awesome well we would still have two years under whatever it doesn't fucking matter we did 100 episodes yeah so yeah so we'll see this is the end Um, until next time Thank you, Cora Michael, for being on the Real Nerds podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Denver Comic Con. Thanks to all the guests who sat down on us. Uh, thanks to my niece Taylor, my beautiful wife Laura, our friend Joe, uh, for helping us out this weekend. Until next week, bye. And real quick, uh, also support Aurora Rise and Comic Book Classroom because they are fantastic, fantastic charities. That's true. Yeah. And thank you, Denver Comic Con, for being so gracious and allowing us to do this. Yeah, yeah, well, they're they've been so great. And yeah. Tsunami, they really have. They uh, have. Tsunami publicity. Thanks Tsunami for publicity. Hooking us up. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got us that interview with Fiona Staples. It was yeah. awesome. Man. Oh, yeah. She, they, they brought it to her attention. Yeah. So great job. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.